0: Only the biggest stories, only the biggest guests, and only the biggest opinions. This is AM 560, The Answer. Good morning, Dan and Amy. Kamala Harris uh, hasn't had time to weigh in on the Virginia Minstrel Party uh, or the allegations of sexual assault made against the sitting Lieutenant Governor, Justin Fairfax, because she's been too busy doing what? Castigating Naomi Rao. President Trump's nominee to fill the vacancy on the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals left by Brett Kavanaugh's elevation to the Supreme Court uh, over her writings about women protecting themselves from being put in a position where they are less safe than they could be. Listen to this exchange yesterday. We played Cory Booker's yesterday, right, of uh, trying to uh, dig into the religious beliefs of Naomi Rao constitutional violation but it's Cory Booker and T-bone so we give them a break yeah Uh, Kamala Harris on uh, now interrogating a row about her views on women and victims of sexual assault
1: you said when um, having a conversation with Senator Ernst you said quote women should take certain steps to avoid becoming a victim what steps do you have in mind that women should take to avoid becoming a victim of sexual assault
2: um, Senator, it's it's just sort of a common sense idea about, um, for instance, excessive drinking. You know that was advice that was given to me by my mother. It's the so
1: that's one step you believe women should take to avoid becoming a victim well, of sexual assault. It is
2: it is just a way to make it less likely. It's not to blame the victim. Um, you know, rape and sexual assault are horrible crimes, but we're talking about what can you do to keep yourself safe.
1: Are and, there other steps that you believe women should take to avoid becoming a victim you know, of that, sexual assault? That,
2: that is one of the one of the issues that I discussed. I'm not I'm not. Sure if there are there are others
1: so do you believe if a woman does not take those steps that she is at fault or partially at fault for what happens to her uh no so what is the significance of taking those steps
2: well i think it's just the significance of of trying to avoid becoming a victim of any crime right we we take we take different steps to try to protect ourselves from from horrible crimes such as rape and um you know and, and i think what we want is for women to not be victims
0: outrageous isn't it Naomi Rao's suggestion, you be have your faculties about you. Groundbreaking stuff. After that exchange, Kamala Harris tweeted this. Here's the bottom line. Survivors of sexual assault should not be blamed for the trauma they've experienced. Naomi Rao's prior writings about sexual assault are completely unacceptable, and the responses to my questions today were deeply troubling. You're a female. Did you hear anything deeply troubling about what Naomi Rao had to no. say? No.
3: It's it's sound advice that you receive when you start off in college and become of the drinking age. Keep your faculties about you because then you have a less ch- likely chance of being jumped in an alley or when you're walking down the street, know your surroundings because you be sober.
0: Yeah. and uh, I'm not
3: offended at all.
0: And don't go to a hotel room at the 2004 conven- DNC convention in Boston with somebody who has aspirations to be the governor of Virginia. It's other good advice moms should <laughs> give their daughters. Uh, for more on uh, this topic and others, we're pleased to be joined by Julie Kelly. She's a senior contributor for American Greatness, amgreatness.com. You can catch her writings there. Also, she is an Illinois denizen hailing from Oak, uh, Orland Park. Excuse me. Julie, thanks so much for joining us again. Appreciate it.
4: Good morning, Dan and Amy. How are you?
0: Good morning. So um, how have you uh, enjoyed what uh, Kamala Harris uh, and Cory Booker and ha- Elizabeth Warren Some of the the great presidential aspirants the Democrats are providing us, what they've had to say over the last couple of days, both about uh, the President's State Union address and with respect to Booker and Harris in the context of this confirmation hearing.
4: I mean, look, I think we're starting to get a view into the 2020 presidential election and what that is going to look like. And first of all, you're going to have a president with a strong message and a list of accomplishments and a vision for America, versus this collection of Democrats, both congressional and presidential candidates, who are divided, who are deranged in some ways, and have no message for the American people that, that they care about. They don't really have a message about jobs. They don't have a message about security. They don't have a message about immigration except for open borders. And so I think we're starting to get a view of what next year is going to look like with this kind of clown collection on on the democratic side
3: yeah elizabeth warren uh yesterday she was (laughs) trying to walk or talk her way out of why she put down that she was an american indian on her texas bar form um do you think i mean i know she hasn't officially announced she's supposed to this saturday do you think maybe she should just sit this one out because really what she did Mm -hmm. was commit fraud because she took a spot away from a real american
0: indian she's running against somebody who's got an imaginary friend i mean (laughs) you know what's the standard here (laughs)
4: Yeah, I mean, this is really shaping up to be, to look better for Donald Trump uh, if he does (laughs) decide to run. (laughs) He's got to be excited about this field of candidates. I understand, too, that there will be more documents released related to Elizabeth Warren and other times that she's claimed to be an American Indian to to get an advantage over other people. Kamala Harris uh, is an embarrassing person. I, I, I was shocked and really outraged at her comments at Naomi Naomi Rowe. Um, I have two teenage daughters, one who just went off to college. I mean, this is advice I've given them for the last few years and, you know, repeat to her when she's at school. Kamala Harris is not a parent. She has no children. Cory Booker has no children. I mean, you know, I'm thinking about writing this. You really have a field of candidates and Democrats, Democratic leaders in Congress like uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and some of her pals in the Democratic Congress. These people are parents, which doesn't really mean that you don't have, you know, you shouldn't have a say. But when Kamala Harris says something like that, it shows how out of touch she is with reality. And I think that that's something that Republicans need to point out every time that they uh, say something so egregious like that.
0: Speaking of out of touch with reality, I thought one of the interesting... um Moments of contrast, uh, yesterday's State of the Union speech was, or uh, Tuesday night's State of the Union speech, was President Trump talking about uh, the venomous uh, poison of anti-Semitism, recognizing the Holocaust survivor, uh, also the Tree of Life synagogue survivor, the police officer who uh, acted heroically with during the Tree of Life synagogue shooting. And then you've got uh, among the would-be suffragettes uh, Congresswomen Talib and Omar, who have increasingly been revealed to hold quite anti-Semitic views, in addition to the their you know click leader ocasio Cortez, essentially suggesting that the state of Israel shouldn't exist. It's sort of a remarkable contrast. I don't know that it moves the needle among the Jewish vote, which is so locked in seventy thirty with Democrats, but. Uh, but it certainly uh, is an important message for, I would think, conservatives and Republicans to deliver on that important issue.
4: I agree, and every time that Representative Omar is confronted with uh, the issue of Israel, um, she, you know, continues to dig a deeper hole. Some of the comments that she makes. Um, I just watched a clip of her. She did a two-minute video. Um, she actually said that she felt sorry for the american heroes who attended the state of the union address because they had been they were being used by president trump. Oh my gosh. Now this is a woman who does not have any world war 2 veterans in her family obviously. Yeah. So for someone like me who does, I find it just outrageous. And you know, how how can you be so arrogant to say that about people who attend the state of the union address who have devoted their lives to this country. You have this young girl with no family lineage who's served in the military say that. Uh, so, I mean, this is, th- these people really, it's not just that they don't have any policy ideas. Um, you really start to wonder about their allegiance to America.
0: What's your perspective on the importance of Trump finding some way to uh, get the funding that he needs to advance physical border security interests uh, on the southern border. Uh, Mick Mulvaney was on with Hannity last night. His uh, acting chief of staff said, look, we've been looking for months now, and we've got in excess of $5.7 billion that we believe the president has the authority to deploy how he sees fit, which still sounds sort of like executive action, national emergency declaration, something the president is loath to do. But does he need to be willing to shut down the government again to get this done and uh, and move this move this flag for border security.
4: I don't think he should shut down the government again. I've written about this. I think he should uh, employ the National Emergencies Act. It's well within his power and authority to use that to declare a national emergency. We have national emergencies that have been in place for 30 plus years. Uh, it is it's within his purview to do it. I, I wish he would have done it a few uh, weeks ago when this issue was really at its apex. He really had public support, at least behind border security and even a wall. I think he lost an opportunity there. I don't think the government shunt out is a good idea. I think he declares a national emergency, gets this done, and then uses this against the Democrats next year, that they refuse to come to the table on anything related to border security and and put them on, on the defensive on this issue. Instead of continuing to give them more control over it, well, he's he, got he declares the emergency and moves on.
0: He, he's got the rally scheduled in El Paso on yeah, Monday, Monday, so that could be the opportunity and to do it if thousand, he's going to do it.
3: Yeah, he'll be a thousand yards away from the border. He's going to have it at the El Paso Coliseum and in Beto O'Rourke's backyard. So that's good.
4: And I I really personally would like to see him get this resolved and moved on. He really needs to start talking about the economy and some other issues, um, you know, talking about the deregulation and and talking about these great economic numbers and contrasting that with the Democrats who really have no plan. So I know immigration is a compelling issue for a lot of his base, um, but I think that there are other serious accomplishments that he needs to to keep talking about so he can expose the Democrats' lack of any serious agenda.
0: She is Julie Kelly. She is a senior contributor for American Greatness, amgreatness.com, also an Orland Park resident for now, I presume. i got to add for now to any Illinois resident. Uh, (laughs) Julie Kelly, thanks so much for joining us. Appreciate it. Thanks,
3: guys. Always a pleasure. Yep. And she joined us on our turnkey.pro answer line.
0: It's like a hot steaming cup of information to start your day. It's Chicago's morning answer on AM 560. The answer. Balance.